With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Salaam, for another record. This is Mr. Cedric, a tribe of Judah. And welcome to Thursday Night Fellowship Time. The time now is 10 Eastern Standard Time, 6 o'clock Central. And, um... I'm just going to ask who's online. I'm not going to do a roll call or anything. Just going to ask who's on. Shalom, full on the record. This is Brother Shalom, Tribe of Benjamin. Shalom, Mason. Shalom, bro. Shalom, bro. Is there anyone else on? Okay. Well, for starters, I'm going to go ahead and uh, start um, the discussion. Um, I do want to alert everybody who wasn't aware that we, that Preach just did a, um, he just did a, a talk show. Uh, I and several of uh, of the brothers that are in the Fishers of Men uh, program were on the call uh, for a roundtable. Um, if anybody has any time after, uh, please check out the audio. It was actually pretty interesting. Um, it, it's, it's been a long while since I've been on the radio. Radio doing um, that, what we normally used to do for blog talk, but, that I mean, not a stranger to uh, radio in terms of, you know, delivering the news, of which we will be uh, working on pretty soon. Um, but there's been so many things going on, and uh, the news is actually pretty interesting. You have Donald Trump, who has passed the executive order. Well, let me first let me let me first say he reversed the he reversed the order for transgender bathrooms. <laughs> He reversed it, or he reversed the order for transgender bathrooms. Um, there was a discussion my mom had heard um, lady by the name of Martha Waters. I'm not exactly who the lady sure who the lady is, but she said that she uh, was going to work. Excuse me, she was going to work to get Donald Trump impeached because uh, they have proof that he had a deal with Russia for oil. So that's how they could have probably had infiltrated the, uh, quote-unquote, infiltrated the elections uh, for um, uh, 2016. And um, there's um, the whole thing that went down with the, uh, uh, I think, uh, the office, off do off-duty officer who um, shot a gun at a couple of teenage um, 
boys who uh, happen to be uh, Latino. Um, and this is me, uh, Worldwide News. Um, it is, it's been, uh, they've been talking about it for like the last couple of hours. Um, but these are some of the things that are circulating in the media. Oh, and I do want to say this. When anybody gets a chance, please, I need you guys to go to 123movies.com and watch Resident Evil, the final chapter. Now, I don't know exactly when the movie is scheduled to come out, if it hasn't already come out, but it is on 123movies.com. I need y'all to watch that movie because, there are a lot of things in that movie <laughs> that is um it, there's a lot of revelations in the movie. Let me just say that, and it will confirm a lot of different things uh that we've been pretty much been hearing for a long time, but we've been preaching here specifically for a long time in the movie so uh, when you guys get a chance, please watch Resident Evil, um, uh, the final chapter. Um, it's a really good movie. Um, the, the version of it on one, two, three is is definitely bootleg. You can you can see that, but the movie I watched the movie. It's pretty good. So whenever you guys get a chance, watch the movie. But um, there's the topics I put on the table. If anybody's ever heard anything about these topics, please uh, feel free to express your thoughts about any of them. Just state your name for and on the record. Jamal Andrew. I couldn't hear you. Who is this? It's Andrew. Oh, Shalom, brother. Shalom, bro. Shut on, bro. What what what's the topic? Gotta ask. There are several different topics. Um, uh, Trump reversed the uh the mandate for transgender bathrooms that was put in place by uh, uh the courts, and he's now um reversing it. And regarding it as a uh, a state issue and not a federal issue. Uh, the second thing that came uh, up was the um, was the officer, the off-duty officer in California, I think, who drew a uh, who drew a gun on some unteen um, on some. Uh, Latino uh, uh, kids, and he opened fire on them. It's made world. It made uh, national uh, headlines. I don't know if it made world uh, news. So let me make sure I back up on that. I don't. It's not worldwide. I want to make sure that everybody understands that this particular point. It is national. It may have made worldwide news by now because it's been playing all day. Um, but that is what happened. Shalom, brother. This is Trevon. Yeah, it, it did hit world news as well, too. Wow. It did. 
Yeah, because it was some pretty. Inter- it was pretty interesting. But let me just say this. I find it pretty interesting that that happened at a time when Trump instituted the immigration ban. And the only reason I'm bringing that up only because the the uh, the young children were Latino who he opened fire on. And you have this off-duty officer who just so happened to be white. Now, maybe this is just, you know, a coincidence, or this just could have been a better time to uh, make a make a point during a time where, quote-unquote, Mexicans are being, or illegal immigrants are being exported out of the country, or uh, deported out of the country. And... You know, this says a whole lot about uh, the media uh, and the propaganda machine. So I just thought that it was pretty interesting how that came about. But those are some of the topics that uh, managed to surface, um, that managed to surface uh, this week, and as well as the uh, meeting. that Donald Trump had with uh, all the news outlets basically confirming, you know, that this news that they have are uh, fake news. Oh, and not to mention the town hall meetings that the Republicans, uh, the Republican uh, constituents had where they received a lot of backlash from the uh, people. But now they're saying that a lot of the crowd is... (laughs) being funded by the left. This is what the Republican constituents are saying. (laughs) They're calling them uh, paid crisis actors. (laughs) Um, So I'm just putting it out there. What do y'all, anybody got any thoughts on that? Well, you know, what was the reason for the cops shooting the Latino people again? What was his reason? Well, the reason was the cop was the cop, the uh, alleged on my off-duty cop alleged that uh, some uh, a young guy, a young uh, Latino boy, was intruding on his property. So he tried to drag the boy on his property and then claimed self-defense that the boy was antagonizing him, according to certain reports. But then he pulls out a gun once uh, there was a crowd of other Latino boys out there who basically starts to, I guess you can say, antagonize the off-duty cop. The off-duty cop pulls out his uh, gun, and he opens fire. He shoots. Wow. You know, yeah, that is, um, anybody, but you know, you know, I know, a, you know, I know a lot of these guys. Um, I know, I know, I know when you when you have individuals who are trigger fingers, they're trigger finger happy, and when they have guns and when they have guns, those individuals will. 
have it in their mind that they're now operating and and, and they're now operating in in a, in a capacity where they have power because a lot of individuals they feel because they have a gun they have power because they have a weapon they have power um now Due to the fact that Trump is now their president, and essentially what that means is their big brother, now the president of the United States, a lot of those trigger finger happy people, their big brother is now president of the United States. So a lot of the things that they don't have the mental capacity in in, in speaking, their big brother is able to say the things that's on their mind, out and open. And because he's able to do that, then they feel they can operate according to how they feel based upon everybody's consent with how they feel by what Trump said or or what Trump said. Now, I was working, you know, I, I, I was actually um, at work. I, I, was, uh, I, I was at work and, and, and a conversation was happening. And as you're explaining the situation with Pop doing that, you know, it has me um, remember upon the conversation. And <clears throat> I asked the guy, you know, the guy, the guy at work, I asked him, because he told me all the time he's a redneck, he's a redneck, and he's proud to be a redneck, so forth and whatnot. So I'm like, um, you know, the same guy that tells me he's a redneck, he tells me all the time that, you know, he went and fought the Army, came on the Canadian Army, came up, fought in Afghanistan war, and came back and all this, that, this, and the third. So I'm like, well, you know, since you fought for Canada, do you vote? He's like, nah. Got time for that stuff. He's like, I'm Trudeau. No, he says, um, I'm Trump all the way. I'm like, what? Like, yeah, man, I, I don't care about no damn Trudeau. Uh, I'm Trump all the way. Okay. Like, sometimes I wish Canada was like United States, how it is right now. That would be a good thing. Uh, hmm. Okay. Now, and then I ask him, so who do you, you know, who do you think is closer to Trump? Who, who do you think is closer to Trump? He's like, for sure it's not Trudeau. He thinks the conservatives are, are closer to, to Trump. So uh, because um, I, I see that a lot of those guys, they have guns, and, you know, they go out and they start shooting after animals and shooting after defenseless defenseless animals and you know they they get bored you know and they need to kind of excite or entertain the spirit that is possessed within them 
So that's that's what I hear. That I hear. Uh, Trayvon, what do you think about any – what is your thoughts on some of the topics that are kind of just brought forward to the table? Are you aware of most of the topics? And uh, if so, you want to give your thoughts on some of them? Uh, Trayvon, are you there? Hello, can anybody hear me? Yes, we hear you now, brother. Okay. Um, well, I wanted to give uh, Trayvon a chance to uh, give his uh, piece on it or whatever. i just uh, come back to the brother. Um, first, first thing, um, I'll start with the first uh, topic. Um, so there was a news, well, there was a press conference that was held today. Um, uh, Spicer was the, uh, speaker and he was asked in regards to the reversal, um, on the transgender bathroom bill, um, that was put in place during the Obama administration. Uh, where they basically took an issue that would have been regarded as, uh, regarded as a state issue and made it a federal issue uh, by usage of some law that was not properly exercised, which is why Trump basically reversed it uh, and sent it back down well, he reversed it to make it a uh, make it a priority of the state to be able to regulate that issue however they wanted to, because he said he felt like that was a state issue as regard as opposed to a federal issue. Um, and a lot of people painted, they took the situation and they ran with it. Some people say, "Oh well." Trump is L is he he's not pro LGBT. <laughs> he's not pro LGBT and he doesn't consider the lives of transgender people because he reversed the bill. And Spicer basically no as a matter of fact, it was a young woman who asked Spicer, what do you think is the message that's being sent to the people by the reversal of this bill. And so Spicer says, well, that let me, let me set something, let me get, you know, basically set it straight here, that there is no message to be set here, that the message that if it is a message, it is this simple, that it is a state issue and that it should have been a state issue from the first, from the get-go. And the reason why we're reversing it is because there was a misuse of the law in order to get it passed into law anyway. It wasn't done properly. So we're basically reversing it and sending it back down so that if they want to, basically making it to where if they do want to bring up the issue, let it go through the lower courts 
and let the states deal with it as opposed to as opposed to letting the Supreme Court deal with something that's not necessarily regulated by the federal government. And let me just say this. I've seen people today that made so many, like, crackpot comments about Trump. And, again, I'm not, like, pro-Trump, not pro-Hillary. Actually, I'm not pro any of them because, again, I'm not even trying to be a part of the government. But let me just say this. I see something happening here where they really are on the witch hunt for this man. I don't necessarily know what this man talked about with these 1% in secret, but obviously the plan didn't go too well. And for what it's worth, I think that the I think that Trump means well. I really honestly think he means well because he watched a whole lot slip by America and the people who really were hurting by it were uh, the people who actually really want to see the country do good as well as the poor. But when you have people who want certain things because they feel they should have them as opposed to, well, what does what is best for the society at large, then, you know, you have a whole other issue. As Spicer told the lady today, we don't make we basically don't make laws based off of people's feelings. You know, and he say we don't put laws over legal process. <laughs> no, we don't put our feelings over legal process. And that was at the moment where I realized I was just like, you know what? The they, he really is trying to stand for something. I realize that a lot of people are not going to be, uh, everybody's not going to be able to get a slice of the pie. That's how it's always been in any society. Somebody is not going to be able to enjoy life the way that they think that they should be able to. And then some people will, depending on what laws, what, what laws benefit these people. You understand what I'm saying? But, I look at that and I'm just kind of like, yeah, we have people who are saying, you know, you don't care about the American people. You know, and, and it's so crazy because I'm going to tell you something he said because it was a lot of because pe- there's another thing that's happening as well. Um, today they reported that there were several uh, Republican representatives who went to <coughs> um, their town went to some town hall meeting that was pretty much held by them and people showed up and the people didn't really want to hear anything the representatives said. There was a lot of issues that were being thrown out there about health care. As a matter of fact, it had been stated, I think, by Spicer that they're, they're supposedly getting rid of Obamacare in the next six months. So they're getting rid of that. Um, but to make matters, uh, to get straight to the point, there was something that came up in the media today because, you know, Obama, uh, Trump set the bar for the statement of fake news. You know, he's basically letting everybody know that fake news is not against me. It's against the American people. It's an enemy of the American people. 
So it set up a whole chain of events where people really don't trust the news or some people are saying, oh, well, you can't tell fake news people what to report. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we can. We can tell you not to report fake news. <laughs> but anyway, um, now you have uh, political commentators who are basically saying, oh, yeah, when you go inside a lot of these hearings, it's a mixed crowd. What they mean is they're saying that a lot of these people are paid by liberal or Democratic Party affiliates to go in and cause riots inside of these uh, meetings, which I'm sitting here laughing now because I'm like, well, you know, it's so crazy because last year and the year before that when the whole Trayvon Martin thing went on uh, the whole issue in St. Louis and the whole thing in New York. We had all those marches out there and the Black Lives Matter movements and all that stuff out there, and people kept saying a lot of that is staged, a lot of that is staged. People coming out of the woodworks that's getting off buses in the middle of the night and they're going and they're breaking up people's properties and stuff. What did the media do? They didn't even, you know, nobody said anything about it. They, they, it was just a figment of our imagination. We didn't know what we were talking about. Now, all of a sudden, oh, well, see, now they're at the meetings. They don't know what they're talking about. They just have no respect for their, you know, uh, for for the dignitaries because, you know, they, they're paying people to come out there and cause riots. Uh, they're crisis actors. And I'm just sitting there like, wow. This, they really... I mean, like, we're really watching a government corrode. It's really corroding. Everything that they saw as a weapon is being used against them. Everything. And you have to wonder, well, where where does that leave the general population and most importantly, where does that leave our people in the midst of all of this who believe in this stuff, who get caught up in this stuff, who, you know, are caught up in this party game, (laughs) who are being blindsided by these Democratic, uh, the Democratic Party. What about these people? It's really going to be ugly for these people because they don't realize they're in the middle of a game. And it just hit me today that this really is a big old game that they're playing. I don't know how long they plan on playing it, but I know that our people better get the hell, they need to wake the hell up. Because if they wait too long for this game to end, when it does end, they're going to find themselves in a position where they're homeless, broke, stateless, nationless, and possibly refugees who may be snatched up by another nation coming in to claim the property and then made servants or made employees. So, so Brother Andrew? Yeah. <clears throat> you know, even if that happens or when that happens, you know, um, a lot of times, a lot of them, 
uh, those people won't even realize what's happening. You know, um, they just might end up in a situation, you know, um, because they make, first and foremost, a lot of times, a lot of people end up in those situations because they made themselves slaves unto their own selves, not even realizing that they've been indoctrinated by the media, by society. You know, they're just doing things just because. That's how they know, you know, their body's controlling their mind. They're not even realizing that, essentially, you know, um, I'm supposed to grow spiritually. My spirit is supposed to always strengthen, excuse me, my spirit's supposed to always be over-controlling the physical. But a lot of times, we don't mature mentally, spiritually, in how we're supposed to. And, uh, you know, he passed the best when I was a child. Hello? Hello, is anyone there? Hello? Shalom, yeah, we here. I hear you. Well, no, where's Brother Andrew? Did he get cut off? Oh, I didn't hear him fall off. I don't know, bro. Oh, I know he was just talking, and the next thing you know, I just didn't hear him anymore. That's crazy. I, I'll wait till you come back on. Um, Can anybody hear me? Yeah, we was. I was trying to figure out what happened to you. I was just like, yo, what is that, brother? He just was speaking. <laughs> no, nobody didn't hear what I just said? Yeah, I heard some of what you said, and then all of a sudden, you just cut off. Yeah, like you were oh, brother. I don't know. I don't know. Because I, 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 something on my phone, I don't know. For a while, I was talking, and then I heard Akshay say hello, and then, yeah, I was saying hello, and nobody, and I was hearing you guys talking. I'm talking, whatever. But yeah, you know, um, essentially that I left off saying that Paul may mentioned that as a child I did the things of a child, but now I'm no longer a child. <clears throat> I no longer do the things of a child. But doing the things of a child is thinking like a child, speaking like a child, complaining like a child being comfortable like a child, you know, doing the, th- you know, expect when you're a child, you expect people to do things for you. You expect people to talk for you, answer for you. You expect people to get things for you and, and, and things of that sort, you know. But now when you're grown, you have to always prepare. You're preparing for everything you got to, like, you got to always prepare, you know. You got to, if you're going to, if, if today is said Sunday, you got to prepare for Wednesday starting from Sunday. You can't wait on Tuesday night to prepare as, as an adult, you know. You can't, you know, you can't. And, and that's one of the things that even acknowledging the Sabbath, it kind of helps you prepare your week for the Sabbath. But when you're a child, 
that might not necessarily be in your mind. And then worse on top of that, if you don't even acknowledge those things, then you're you're never gonna be at ease because all, your whole life one second. One second. You're just doing things because that is what you know, and you're just doing things just because people have been doing it for you. You've never thought to ever get any understanding on why. Why is this being done? What is being done? You just followed along and just did it like a blind sheep being led for the slaughter. And I hear. And you're right, brother. Um, one of the things that I realized over time is that our people, you know, one thing I have to remember is that our people are in a childlike mind. I mean, we're in a childlike mind because we are not groomed like the people who run the country to understand the world that we live in. So this is why when they do certain things, we get upset and we throw tantrums because we don't understand why they're doing it. Another thing I realized at the time is that we don't, we don't think anymore about some of the things that are going on. A lot of us are just assuming and reacting. I saw a video the other day. It was a black guy. He was on, um, they had an interview with Alex Jones, um, who uh, had a conversation with a, a black guy who was basically talking about uh, something. It was a riot or something that, that was going on. Um, it was a protest. And what ends up happening is um, the black guy was saying, the, the one thing I realized about Democrats is that they, they preach about uh, inclusion and acceptance and stuff. And he's like, that's not what they want. He said, that's not what they want. He said, you start talking about the, you start talking, the minute you start talking about Trump, come up and they yell at you in your face and like they don't even reason with you they come up and they yell at you and I've seen that I've seen that as a matter of fact I saw that during the convention I saw it even though I wasn't at the convention but I saw some of that happening when we were uh, experiencing the primaries and the conventions for Trump and Clinton Uh, I even saw that when his inauguration happened they showed some footage from when the inauguration took place uh, there was even uh, when the went also during the inauguration time there was the the uh, women's march. They were doing that there. It was so many people just yelling and all in each other's throats, and it was just like this is what it's come down to. But nobody really talks that anymore. It's yell, 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 yell. It's like listening to little babies argue over toys. No, this is my toy. No, this is my toy. I'm right. You're wrong. And it's like, y'all don't even see it. And I'm going to say it this way. Regardless of what the government does, regardless of what Putin does, regardless of what uh, 
the Chinese government does, regardless to what Netanyahu does, if the people who are supposed to be citizens of these governments don't know how to conduct themselves amongst each other, then how is it that they, how are they going to expect the same respect from somebody who's supposed to be governing them? You want him to do something for you, but you don't even have the same courtesy towards your own, uh, the person who lives right next to you. Um, then that's because we don't know, we really don't know how to treat each other. We don't know how to treat each other. We're really children who who really want to be adults. We figure, you know, I know what's best for me and I know what's best. I mean, it's like, okay, we get it. You're an adult, but you must be able to act like an adult. Sometimes that means learn how to be wrong. <laughs> learn how to be wrong. You don't always have to have the last word. And stop getting a hissy fit every time something doesn't go your way. Life is not always fair. Suck it up and keep it moving. Um, you know, that's just my take on it. Any, Arkeri, what are your thoughts? Shalom. I mean, you hit you hit home. You know. And uh, our people, we had a, as as I got into the nation, I was in the same boat. Uh, I didn't know nothing about government, commerce, nothing, you know, in law, period. And uh, as I get to learn and open my eyes, you, you start to see in the people in this, um, uh, how you said, depressing state. And you see how they oppress. But uh, you... You can't get nothing through to them, like you say. They they wanna they wanna they wanna be right all the time. You know they have. To, I mean it's it's so jacked up to the point where you can't really explain it. You know you can't put the finger on it. It's like they drain all their common sense as well as they uh educational. How you say it? Educational uh, sense too, because they they can't see uh, the difference, you know. And then you go to explaining it to them, it's like uh, you in the wrong, or, or you an idiot, because the uh, the white man ain't never taught them that. So you know, if it didn't come from out of the white man's mouth, you are how you say insignificant. Whatever you say don't even matter, you know. And they they get arguing over anything. It's just like adult children. You know, they never, they, they hit, they say they hit maturity, but, you know, the only, only, uh, well, puberty, only, uh, puberty they hit was, you know, that, that's, they started growing the hairs and everything else, but they never hit mental puberty and, or, you know, growed up in a mental state in the educational field. We only grow up as far as our, uh, physical, you know, we look at everything as physical. We don't look at it in the other two, uh, aspects of life. And with that, I yield. Man, you're right, brother. Um, there's a there this lack of maturity when it comes to politics. It is really starting to show. I mean, like I'm gonna share something. Well, I was on Facebook, not Facebook. I was on YouTube the other day, and 
there was a white guy who made a comment because, you know, people were talking about how they were bad because they voted for Trump. He just didn't do this. He just didn't do that. And so the white guy bust out and said, you know what we should institute? We should institute one of those citizen tests before we uh, uh, let people vote just to see how much they know about the government. And you, I was, you know what I bust out and I said? I was like, you know what? That don't sound like a bad idea at all. Why wouldn't anybody, I don't know why they never would have considered that. And let me tell you why I think that's a great idea. Now, y'all got to admit, that's a great idea. And here's why. What would be the purpose of letting somebody vote who knows absolutely nothing about government? It even has to be the United States government. You just don't know crap about the government. You don't know how it functions. You don't even know how to make a government. You don't even know what a vote is. You think a vote it really is a piece of paper when a vote is nothing but your voice. You, you have people who really honestly think that they still are voting in 2017. So I'm going to leave that where it is. All I'm saying is that made sense to me. Because if you got somebody who's telling me, oh, yeah, I'm going to go vote for this person, I'm going to go vote for that person, and you don't even know anything about government in order to be voting, then, my friend, it makes no sense for you to waste your time because you don't even know what you're voting for. Oh, because you looked at a couple of CNN and Fox News Press and you watched them duke it out and they mix a couple of, you know, uh, platforms here and there and promises here and there, and you think that's it. But not understanding that platform and agenda are two totally different things because he has a platform, but he also has an agenda when he gets in. Your platform was what you want to do. The agenda is what you have to do because your office is not your own. Even though someone hired you to do the job, it is not your own. You have an agenda that is set forth by you, by the people who hired you to run the company. Shalom, Sister Shalom, Aki. And here it is, 2017, folks are upset because they asked for something that they wanted, and then they got what they wanted, and then they're not satisfied with it. Well, that would have been sad. That would have been not a major problem if we would have instituted the same thing that I just told you that the white guy bust out and said, we should institute something like a citizenship test. How much do you know about your government? That would quell all of this stuff that we see going on where you have these people who are so riled up by executive order that most of them don't take the time to read. They let the media teach them about the executive orders. <laughs> when you got the media teaching you about politics, that's a bad situation because the media does not teach you politics. The media teaches you how to feel about politics. They teach you how to uh, get – they teach you emotion. Because every time anybody turns on the TV – and they hear a news report or they hear a commentator and the commentator is talking about politics, they instantly hear just 
something wrong, and then they immediately get upset. Instead of watching the hearing, like normal people would do, go to the hearing, uh, uh, read the itinerary, and then decide and get the or read the bill or executive order for themselves, and then make the the, the conclusion. Don't jump the conclusion over what the media say, because the media doesn't run politics. The media controls politics. Uh, the well, let me say it this way: the media only reports politics. It doesn't control politics, but we do have people who run the who run the political sector and the media. Media does scare tactics, but they don't run politics. But I thought that was a great idea that that guy imposed. Make folks start taking the citizens' test before they actually vote. That'll really show them what they think they know about the government because it'll be a waste of time for you to get there just vote at all because Obama was black. Or I'm a Republican. <laughs> or I'm a Democrat, or at least you think you are. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like, this country is a joke. <laughs> I'm sorry, but we live in Disney World. Like, I don't know how long it's going to take for people to realize that, but we live in Disney World. We're watching too many parties spur up. And like they say, a house divided can't stand. Well, we want we witnessing the end of a government right now. You got too many party ideas, too many factions, and everybody is divided outside of the factions. So the houses are divided, the 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 senators are divided, the government itself is divided because the people outside of the central government are divided. There's no government. There's even no order. Only thing keeping this government uh, up is the fact that people want to work. That's it. That's that's really just it. People want to work. People want something to do. If nobody wanted to work, I don't really think it would be no. I don't really think it'd be any other government. I, I don't think it would be any more government. But that's just that's just my opinion. But as I, I realize that there are certain there's uh, more people that just came in. Uh, some of the topics I had brought forth was the fact that Obama, not Obama, well Obama's transgender bathroom bill it got re- it got reversed. Donald Trump basically said, "No, we're not even going." to bring that into this administration. We're going to send that right back down where it came from, and we're going to let the stinks deal with that however they want to deal with it. Then we have the issue of the uh, man, the, the off-duty cop, who pulled a gun out and fired, open-fired on a couple of Latino uh, teenagers in California. And um, then there's uh, the fake news thing going on. So I'm just putting that out there. If anybody has anything they want to share about it, just state your name for it on the record.
Shalom, brother. I couldn't. I, what happened with somebody pulling a gun out on Latino teenagers? And what law did um, Trump just basically block? He revert. Trump reversed the transgender bathroom bill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So you already know he made some new enemies, right? <laughs> well, he said he was. He said he don't want to you see it on TV. No, well, no, and let's think about it. He didn't just make any kind of enemies. He made a community of enemies. Oh. You know he made a community of enemies, right? All right, along with the liberals that already hated guts and the Republicans. And Illuminati, but I'm just leave that alone. Uh, as well as the uh, cop, he was an off-duty cop who opened fire on some Latino uh, kids. He pulled out his gun and he shot him because he claimed one of them kept trespassing in his yard. But you dragged the kid to your yard. You dragged the kid to your house. The teenager was like, "No, let him go." So when they saw that the cop wasn't letting them go, they basically, you know. They were they basically uh, bum rushed the cop, you know, trying to basically show him, you know, like we're not scared of you. And it caused kind of like a big old, it caused like a little riot or something like that amongst the little teenagers. So I guess the cop felt like he was backed in a corner, so he pulled out the gun and he basically opened fire on the teenagers. It wasn't state, it was it was not stated if anybody was shot, um, but it's made world news. Now you wow. Wow. Whew. There's a lot of stuff going on around the country, period. I, I wanted to uh, vlog. I've just been working like crazy and haven't been able to, but there's a a number of things that are going on in New York as far as the immigration uh, policy and laws are concerned Um, and how, you know, the mayor and the governor are not wanting to comply um, with, you know, deportation. Um, They had an instance where this, uh, Mexican young man, like in his early 20s, he was arrested for hopping a turnstile. And they were saying that, you know, they're not going to be, you know, looking to deport people or reporting people to ICE for minor infractions like jumping a turnstile. So the young man had served his time for the offense, and they released him out into the public. Well, ICE contacted um, the precinct and asked, required, you know, his last place of address, and they went and they rearrested the young man because um, their records had shown that he had entered the country illegally and he was an illegal resident dwelling in New York City. Um, Upon further investigation, 
because, you know, the NYPD was making a big fuss because they said, well, all he did was, you know, jump a turnstile and that's a minor infraction and it makes no sense to have this gentleman deported over jumping a turnstile. He's not a violent threat. And so ICE, this was in the New York Daily News, ICE basically issued a statement on the rap sheet of the gentleman. They said upon interrogation, the man admitted that he was an active gang member in the MS, whatever, MS7 or whatever that Latin gang is. Um, He had been arrested for a concealed illegal lethal weapon. So he had that charge. He had a felony, an assault felony on his record, and he had entered the country illegally. So they arrested him, and he is being detained for deportation as we speak. And so you have these representatives and government stepping forward up in arms about these new immigration procedures that are going forth all throughout New York City. Um, Most of the people that have been rounded up for deportation have been uh, Latinos. However, there was one Jamaican man I remember about a week ago in Brooklyn that was rounded up for deportation. He also had a felony on his rap sheet, and he had entered the United States on a visitor's visa. So he's up for deportation. They said the whole Caribbean community has been picketing and protesting um, because there are quite a few people in the community that are here on work visas and, you know, visiting visas, looking and seeking citizenship and to make the United States their home. But Trump made it clear that those work visas were one of the main visas that was going to be under scrutiny. And he also made it clear that people that come here to visit, um, that they are going to be looking for those people as well um, to deport them. Um, they're complaining about families being broken up because what if one of the pers- the one of the you know um, parents in the household has been working, but they're not a legal resident, but they're married to a United States citizen, and they now have a family. You know, um, where do they stand? With things, my thought is that you know, when you marry a United States citizen, that helps to substantiate your case for citizenship. But you should be also going through the process 
to actually become a citizen, a citizen of the United States, a legal citizen of the United States. If you don't have any major offenses on your record, I would think you would be okay. But if you have some sort of major infractions on your record, then they might seek to deport you. I can see both sides of the argument because as you were stating when I first came in that people want to work. American citizens are looking for work to do and they want to work. They want to earn a living, a decent wage so that they can put food on the table for their family and a roof over their head. And if you have people that are here illegally or even on work visas, depending on what their occupation is, um, and there, I think I raised this question uh, maybe last week on fellowship, and they're sending money home where the exchange rate versus their currency and American dollars is a substantial difference so that their family members at home can patronize the local businesses there and get what they need, that's actually hurting the economy in more than one way. One, that's sending money outside of the country, and then two, there are American citizens that need to work that can't find employment. I can see why city officials in New York are up in arms about this immigration uh, push and to round up illegals because at any given day, you can go in front of Home Depot or Lowe's or various different intersections of streets, and you can see a ton of our Latin brothers, specifically Ishikar, just standing on the corner lined up for work as day workers. And you can pay them off to off the books, and you can pay them cents to a dollar. Their only concern is to make some money to feed their family for the day and to send home. So I can see why some business owners and also government, you know, officials are up in arms about Trump's immigration law because it cuts into their cheap labor bottom line. So they won't be able to line their pockets as cushiony as they were able to before because now they're going to have to pay a minimum wage. The next thing you know, the minimum wage is going to be raised. And even if it's raised to $15, you can't live anywhere in New York City decently on $15 an hour. It's just not happening. So this immigration thing is just really, really interesting. Um, 
and your boy, uh, Rafa Kareem, your uh, Rafa Kareem, Mr. Sedgwick, your boy Chris Brown is in the papers again, <laughs> allegedly for oh, threatening Lord, to kill again. What is it again? He's uh, in the papers um, for allegedly threatening to kill his recent ex-girlfriend and threatening some people close to her. And TMZ said that they that he had punched her in the stomach twice. Something trans. Her her name is, which is weird yeah, to I'm, me. Oh man! Like Tran, Tran, what? Transvestite? Oh. Like what the heck? Who oh. has the last name Tran? But mm. I, I'm familiar with. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. Who, who, who is this that's in the news media again? Chris Brown. Oh. Well, and Mike Epps too. You know what well, I realize okay. is that. Oh yeah, you gonna talk. <laughs> oh, no, go ahead, brother. I went out to you. I apologize because you did start talking first. I do apologize. Um, you know, one thing I realized is that it goes kind of right back onto the beginning conversation, you know. Um, and when I was making mention, like, you know, we're all children. Um, excuse me. When when those individuals, like, they be thinking from a children perspective, you know, um, a lot of those entertainers, Keep in mind, they're like big children. Mm-hmm. You know, they get everything that they want as long as they get good grades in school. Or mm-hmm. they get everything that they want as long as they make sure that they do their chores. You know, so, you know, they're essentially like big children, but at the same time, when his girlfriend or when his ex-girlfriend, when she has contact to him and she's not obligated or restricted or prohibited by any terms or conditions that his other employees, his makeup artists, so forth and whatnot are, she goes, she can speak her mind. And he can't say, shut up. Or, or stop talking, or um, mute. He can't say yeah. those things. Uh, Shalom, born on the record, uh, Montavious Travis Judah. Um, Shalom, brother. Um, could you repeat that? You say um, they don't have any terms and conditions as far as their relationship, right? No, no. Um, when I say conditions, I'm speaking as if. Uh, a pro employee and an employer basis, or even employee to employer basis, because an employee to an employee basis, like you're, if you're working and your partner's working with you, he can't really, like he can't play the boss. But that's not in his. That's not that's not that's not his that's not his duty to do. He he can you know what he can try and play the boss all he wants. But at the end of the day, all you got to say is, yo, my dude, you're not the boss. And he, and he has to go put his, head in his, put his head in a corner and cry himself a river in a corner and shut up. But his girlfriend, she is not of the condition that the people are working for Chris Bond are. 
You and get uh, his ex girlfriend. I think he. I think he wants you to go in the house. My apology. My I was speaking with somebody. You can go ahead, brother. Well, essentially, that's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, bro. You know, and I, and I yield. I, I would like to hear whoever's comments on that. Yeah, I, I hope just, I was clear I, my explanation. I get. I gotta. Um, I think it's. Yeah, I was um, saying that. Yeah, I think it. Um, that's another thing. <clears throat> I guess when you. Um. I guess fornicating or whatever, you know, you get an attachment to that um, individual. Now, he he attached attached to her, but she's not attached to him. And you know, I guess mentally, he very mentally unstable. Yeah. And, you know, he pro- probably doing drugs and yeah, and, and living an unstable life. And that's another reason when you get all them different type of finances, all that money, and you um not mentally stable, you know, it's going to be a, a destruction when you don't have no type of um, instructions on, you know, how to deal with yourself on a day-to-day basis, you know, so, and I you. I got, I got three more for y'all, too, because Omar Epps, not Omar Epps, Mike Epps is in the, was in the paper, too. Um, Mike Epps was arrested for fight for fighting a man at a New Orleans casino. The 46-year-old actor was involved in a physical altercation at Harris Casino in New Orleans early Saturday, according to local police. A Virginia man who was in New Orleans for the NBA All-Star Game accused Epps and 52-year-old Brooklyn man. Thomas Cobb, of repeatedly hitting him in the face unprovoked. Epps and Cobbs were released on a $1,000 bail. A rep for Epps did not immediately respond to the request for a comment. And then it goes on to talk about Jay-Z making a new money venture. And he's kind of doing what Kobe Bryant um, is getting into. Uh, it says that he is, um, let's see, the rapper and businessman is reportedly launching a venture capital fund with partner Jay Brown, the president of Jay-Z's Rock Nation. The project will be in partnership with Sherpa Capital, which has invested in Uber, Airbnb, and Slack. Exios reported on Tuesday. The focus will be investing in startups and techno- technology Companies, the site reported, which is real similar to what uh, Kobe Bryant was about to uh, is is actually getting into. Um, I think he he launched that maybe like a year ago, um, but and then he started talking about you know uh, John Travolta being in New York City to start filming on the new Gotti movie, which just made me start thinking about the type of stuff that they push to the public. Um, I was on the train and I saw like um, this advertisement for this new show that's coming out on CBS. Uh, I think it's called um, uh, 
it's one it's one of those punchlines about two women, you know, fighting over some man. But I tell you, as I look at the picture, like maybe if I see the advertisement again when I go to work tomorrow, I'll take a picture and put it in the WhatsApp group because one of the ladies is white and one of the ladies is supposed to be black. But if you look really closely at her, it looks like a white woman in blackface. So it's like it, I'm just seeing how um, the acceptance for certain things is like the norm is morphing, you know, or it's it's morphing again. I even saw a poster on the um, in the subway of two black men that were homosexuals. The guy, one of the guys, like jumped up in the other man's arms, and that is about safe sex and getting tested, and and I'm just sitting here like, <laughs> what the hell? is going off here. You actually put this on the subway, another ad was up with a white woman standing topless with oranges in front of, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, I think. Like, Robert like, Brooks, right. Right. And then it's like you're not happy. And then the next picture is her standing with, like, grapefruit. And the advertisement is for breast augmentation. I'm like, there are children that are riding this subway to go to and from school every day. And this is the imagery and brainwashing that they're being hit with from young. Whoa. And just to kind of throw a curveball a little bit, I logged in because I was on YouTube and I saw this video talking about the first Hebrew Israelite ambassador to the United Nations. And it had some man named Kajungi or Kajungi something ash. And this guy is standing in in a room, but it didn't look like the United Nations to me. It looked like a smaller chamber with just people gathered and a couple of flags behind them. And the guy is, like, blowing a trumpet. I'm going to put it in the WhatsApp group because I'm like, what the heck is this? Yeah, like, that sounds um, interesting. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, um, hey, brothers and sisters, have y'all ever heard of the um the executive order that Obama signed in August of 2016? What is it about, brother? Um, it was an executive order that he signed, and they said it didn't it didn't really go to mainstream media, but this executive order can take over um in in a time of peace and war. He actually can um take over all livestock, water, construction materials, plants, transportation. Isn't that the NDAA Act? <laughs> yeah, it, it it went over. Um, You said, excuse me, could you repeat it? I think that's the ND, the National Defense Preparedness Act. 
Yeah, yeah I heard of that. Also. Yeah, that came out in like 2000. Well, that came, the, the National Defense Preparedness Act, that had, uh, the 2013, I think, was just an extension of when it already came out with. Unless now they came out with something else. But I know that 2000, what, this, it was it December 2013, they came out with that? I think that's what it was. I don't quote me. I guess we have to look it up. But I think that's the National Defense Preparedness Act. Maybe uh, um, somebody could probably uh, tell us about it uh, a little bit later. But yeah, he came out with that. I'm pretty. I'm, I think we're pretty aware of that. But I think that would have to be in a case of emergency, like like maybe martial law, maybe. Yeah. yeah. You know, like just, in, in case of the mar- martial law. I just know I heard him say in time of peace or war, so I guess, um, I guess <laughs> depending on your definition of peace, you know. Right. <laughs> you right about <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, man. It's just, just like our people are like mischief makers. Like everybody is just making mischief, it just seems like. Um, there's so much distractions, and the intent is to keep you confused and distracted so you can't get a chokehold grasp on what is about to actually occur. Like, when I saw that thing on YouTube, um, which what Montavious just brought up made me think think of this. I saw IUIC uh, advertisement for a video that they just put up that said, Donald Trump admits that blacks are Israelites. And that is not true. Because I have the article right here in the paper. He never admitted that we were Israelites. Well, hold on for just a second before you go any further, Octi. And let me also say this, and I don't mean cut you off, but I had to say this because I also want to say something else that they did. Now, Nick Cannon, uh, you know, he was in the headlines for the last couple of days. They're talking about their worry about his mental health because he basically turned down uh, his endorsement for America's Got Talent. He's not doing that anymore because he did a stand-up where he had mentioned something about uh, the race card, uh, and they said that it didn't represent the values of the company. Oh, so, God. you know, they were talking about they were going to let him go. He said that he meant it as a joke because it was at a comedy club. But he said that he wasn't about to be silenced by nobody. You know, ain't no money that could buy him. So he said, you know what, the hell with uh, – the hell with America's Got Talent. I hope y'all enjoy y'all eighth season, and I'm going to keep it moving. Well, last couple of days while he was, you know, going through that, you know, he for the, since last year, everybody knows that he's been wearing a miter. Never came out and said he was a Mormon. Never came out and said he was an Israelite. Now, all of a sudden, you got a Hebrew Israelite. Let me say Hebrew Israelite. These are the only people I've seen done it who are going on social media, making YouTube videos saying that, oh, well, the brother said, 
he admits that he's a Hebrew Israelite. That brother never said he right. was an Israelite. I'm like, why do y'all do stuff like y'all worse than CNN? Y'all don't know hey. how to report nothing. <laughs> hey, brother. And then I looked at a um a Instagram post that he posted. I think he digging into this sovereignty stuff because. Oh, I know he did. Um, I yeah, know he did. He also, he also said that they're not going to pe- treat him like a piece of property. And on the Instagram post I seen, it said hashtag sovereignty. So I think he's digging into some of that stuff. So, well, he's been hanging around with Brandon Jackson lately, and they, uh, if anybody's been, you know, familiar with Brandon yeah. Jackson, that brother is a hardcore Hebrew Israelite. He ain't been associated with the Hebrew Israelites as of lately because, you know, they kind of oust him, you know, because he, I think he didn't grow a beard or something like that. And, <laughs> Bull crap! I was just like, you cannot be serious. Like, what's wrong with y'all? Are y'all like, do y'all snore cracking? Do y'all put cracking y'all cereal in the morning or something? Like, y'all can't be serious. Anyway, oh, uh, and and I, I I must make it brief because I don't want the sister to forget exactly what she was talking about. But let me let me take the rest. You of guys straight. are you. You guys are hitting it on the head. Our people are mischief makers. They're pretty bunch of mischief makers. You're a Hebrew Israelite ambassador of what nation? <laughs> you know, here's the thing. Well, <laughs> I, well, see, here's the thing. You can be an ambassador. You can be an ambassador or anything because let me. Who has an ambassador? I think it is Feed the Children Foundation or something like that. Uh, I, matter of fact, when I first came in, uh, Priest did a mini documentary. I can't remember exactly what it was, but he was talking about. Uh, he was talking. He was explaining what an ambassador was, and he showed Alyssa Milano. If anybody is familiar with Alyssa Milano, she's that girl from Who's the Boss or Charm. Yeah. Okay, she she was an ambassador for uh, not feed the. I think it was feed the children or the. It was some organization, but she was an ambassador for them. Basically, that's someone who basically is a spokesperson uh, or speaks or delivers messages from the organization to, uh, you know, other different organizations or people, body of people to do business and stuff like that. So she, you know, he can be an ambassador, but you need to be an ambassador of your specific organization until we as a nation of people agree with the terms and conditions that are set forth for all of us because you can't go there representing, which I don't think he would be smart to do. Uh, He's talking reparations and, and oh, wait a minute. I think I know what you're talking about. Was he the there with another brother? Say it again. Was he there? It was two. It was either it was either two guys or two girls on the panel that were Hebrew Israelites. No, it was not two guys and two girls. It was one guy and one girl or two guys that were on the panel with a whole bunch of other different people and they were talking about reparations. I think I saw that last year. I know what you're talking um, about. I only saw one guy in the middle with a trumpet. I mean, he was playing the trumpet and everything. Like, I he think was I know Play yeah, a jazz tune or something, about. and I was just—I'm like, did I enter the twilight zone? What's <laughs> going on here? 
Like we you shall know, see, RT. We shall see. I'll put it in the I'll put it in the WhatsApp group so y'all can tear it apart and tell me what the heck that is. Because I'm like, is he even at the United Nations? Like this doesn't look like the United Nations. What the I mischief mischief. It's just mischief. Even with the the IUIC talking about Trump. And many black people were, you know, Israelites. He was at an exhibit for an African-American museum, and basically he just said anti-Semitism is horrible and it's got to stop. And it has to stop, he said, promising to visit the Holocaust Museum soon. Hold on. Who said this? Trump. And he was at the... Uh, African American African American Museum. So he's alluding to it. Oh, oh, okay. I well, see, that's very ambiguous, though. Yeah, but I mean, do you understand what I'm saying? There's a lot of ambiguity there because when people are looking at, oh, it's. Now, I really don't know how to take that because it's like on one hand, it's like they're right, and then it's like one hand, they're wrong. But it's like I think I understand why they would say that and why they would get that impression because why would you be at an African-American museum making a statement about anti-Semitism and Jewish people? I mean, why don't you just go to the... Why don't you just go to the Jewish Holocaust Museum? There's enough white people there who hate Jewish people. You can make that statement right there at their museum where they get trillions of dollars every year to, or millions of dollars every year or billions of dollars every year to function, you know, their exhibits and stuff like that. But you come to African-American museum and say something like that. Right. Yeah. So he's alluding to it. That's that, that's that fork tongue crap I hate. That's yeah, speaking with that fourth tongue. Well, oh, go ahead, brother. I'll let you say what you're oh, going yeah. to say, and then I. I, 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 I was just my apologies. Yeah, but keep it, keep in mind that first and foremost, Trump is a businessman. Right. A billionaire businessman, not that. So because he's a billionaire businessman, and you don't become a billionaire by walking in the straight line. And no, nah, you got to be a risk taker. And you got to comprehend that him making that anti-Semitism uh, in, in the black, set black African museum, whatever the case may be, it's like killing two birds with one stone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because you make a mention that, look, you're talking about against the Jewish people, which is said to be like a, an apostasy, a big crime if you do that in this day and time. But at the same time, you're doing that, in a sense, you're going to, like, make, that you causing the Jewish people to start having hatred towards that black people. Right. Exactly. So it's like it's like you kinda of killing two birds with one stone. So he knows what he's doing. But in the eyes of others it it's like he's taking a risk. But you know what? The outcome for his gain and for what his purpose is, dude, it's all good for him. All good for him and I hear. And yes, um, may I speak, brother? Yes, sir. Sorry, brother. Yeah, I think he also had a, some type of press meeting um, 
on on the same subject was the uh, um you know the said Jews the uh, um they was they was asking him could he do something about the violence about people you know going to the um those different places of worship and desecrating their graves and and I think he made some statement, and they say there was um, a lot of people been acting off that statement, and he wasn't he wouldn't give them an answer. And they say you keep going off the topic. Can you give us an answer? He'll jump to another topic on the same. And, and it's crazy that y'all mentioned that when he went to the African American thing, he he made that statement when the people were asking him to make some type of statement. I guess on public record, it may make it the situation a little better for. Um, you know, the said Jews that was um, going through that situation. I think this was recently, and I and I yield. Well, let me tell you this. I think I know what you're talking about because I was actually watching that hearing that everybody took, not everybody, but liberal media took, and they just totally just destroyed it with a whole bunch of the lies. I've seen some of the articles that came out after the hearing was made and they made him look like the biggest racist. <laughs> it was so funny. I was like, I but it's crazy because I mean, my mom was sitting and watching it. And I say, Mama, be prepared. They're going to, after this, after this hearing, this man is going to be the most hated man in America. They're going to make up so much stuff about this man. is ridiculous. Get on, get on Facebook, not even an hour later. Somebody's writing in there that he, it was a sister who was um, part of this news network who brought up the Black Caucus, and he just was so rude to her because he didn't know who the Black Caucus was, which was a total lie. First of all, she asked him about the uh, the HBCU executive order had just got passed, and she was asking about a discussion panel that was going to be conducted by, by about it and will the Congressional Black Caucus be a part of the discussion. And he said, I didn't, I think he said something on the lines of he didn't know that they were supposed to be there or he didn't know anything uh, about uh, the form, but could she make a, uh, set up a meeting between him and the Congressional Black Caucus and he will, he will have a sit down with them. She then later replied and said, I can I, I don't think I can do that. He said, Well whenever you can, set it up and I'll have the meeting with them. That's what he said. They made it seem like he belittled her, he cut her off, he was just rude, he just don't like black people. And I was just like, Look at him, race baiting. The Jewish man. He got up there, actually the Jewish man raised his hand. He said, I'm going to ask you a short, simple question. So uh Trump said, Okay, go ahead and shoot. You got up there and you started talking about anti-Semitism in the church, anti-Semitism in the temples and places of worship and what he's going to do about this and what he's going to do about that. So Trump was like, wait a minute, first of all, I have to stop you because you said, first he said you lied. First you said that you were going to give me a simple, short question. That was not simple and short. He said, I know exactly what you're getting at, so let me just go ahead and clear up. He said, I'm the least anti-Semitic. He said, I, you know what I'm saying? He said, I'm the least racist person you want to know, or something on that round. And he was just like, basically he was saying, like, how dare you bring that up to me when you know how much, you know, I care for Israel? 
You understand what I'm saying? He was basically up there not too well, a couple of days, actually the same day of the hearing, he was talking about how the meeting between him and uh, Benjamin Netanyahu went perfectly well. He met Benjamin Netanyahu's wife. His a wife met uh, uh, BB's wife, and BB met his wife, and so on, and all this other different stuff. He said, so he didn't have any ill will against, you know, uh, the Jewish people or anything like that. I think Trump may have misunderstood the question, but I think Trump was just letting him know, like, yo, sit down. Ain't nobody thinking about you. But what Trump bust out and told the Jewish guy was, let me also tell you that a lot of the stuff that you may be seeing going on regarding the issues that you're talking about with anti-Semitism is coming from the liberal side. He bust out and said it. Nobody said anything else about it. But that's when the media went on a hunt and just started saying all kinds of stuff about it. I was like, why yeah, did he bust and you, out and say and they got, And you know what? They do have a lot of... Um fake news, so you got to watch the whole interview, because I remember him yeah. saying that also. I yeah, so a lot of the news, clean on. A lot I knew of news, it was going to be a lot. Yeah, they'll cut, the, they'll cut up what they want to say and twist it, so yeah, that is true. Yeah, seen they're that. good at it. But now today they were talking about, because the two Republicans, they had these hearings and stuff and said that the people just didn't want to listen to them, and they were just rude and belligerent and all this other different stuff, and then, then it came out, oh, well, some of those people in the crowd are crisis actors. They're paid people, they're paid performers to come out and cause riots. No, really? Y'all just figuring that out? Where was y'all at when the crisis actors was in St. Louis in the Black Lives Matters march? Hello. We've been saying that since last year. Y'all made it look like the people... You know, the people who were out there in the streets was crazy. People had been reporting about crisis actors being on the scene. But now that the now that the constituents are involved, oh, well, see, there's crisis actors. So then now we're looking at... There was something else. There was, a, uh, there was another incident overseas more than a year ago where they were talking about they were actors. Here's here's the thing, I think Emo and brother Gavin hit on this last year. That stuff is fake. A lot of that stuff is fake. They're orchestrating this stuff, man. Whatever reason it is, I do not know. But I'm gonna tell you this before I go on further, and I said this earlier before the call. I watched. Resident Evil last night, okay? Resident Evil, if anybody knows, was a game that was produced by Capcom. America bought the license to it, and they made movies off of it. And it led up to a specific point now. This is the movie that it came out with called Resident Evil, the final chapter. Chapter. I'm going to ask everybody, like I asked everybody earlier, because a lot of people weren't on here when I asked, please, when you guys get off this call, Please go to 123movies.com and watch that movie. When I say that what Priest has been saying for a long time was right and what he was saying about the government knowing about what's going on, the dead on, it's, it's so many messages in that movie, it's ridiculous. 
Brother, what's the name of the movie again? Resident Evil, the final chapter. It's supposed to be like a zombie apocalypse movie, but it's it's really, really good. I didn't really like the game because it, it, the game is scarier than the dang on movie. Okay, <laughs> the game is scarier than the movie. Um, but it is like, there's a lot of, like, I cannot believe they put that in the movie. Like, you really put that in the movie? And it's like, and it, I'm going to be honest with you. I Maybe it is a conspiracy theory, but I think there are a lot of tools to the conspiracy theory. I think that the tools get mixed in with the conspiracy theory, so they get mixed up theories. <laughs> um, but I would just say this, man. Watch that movie, and we're going to talk about it because it was a lot of stuff in that movie. I was like, yo, no way they put that in the movie. Like, you just couldn't. What, what, and then, it goes, then you go to wonder, like, well, what does that do for the non-believers? <laughs> but I let y'all know what I was talking about when I when I brought that up. But going forward, um, I, I, I said we gonna watch gonna watch it, but just try and be mindful. Bring it up next week on next Thursday, like I know I'm gonna forget. I well, I ain't gonna have no choice but to bring it up because I I've been bragging about it for the last couple of for the last what fifteen sixteen hours maybe. Um, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I've watched all the other Resident Evils, but I started watching that one and then I fell asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep. But, Wait, uh, so you saw the last movie? You saw the final chapter? No, no, no. I saw all of them except the final chapter. I started oh, watching brother. the final chapter and I fell asleep within the first 15 minutes. I got, to the part where I, I got to the part where the little girl sends the lady to go back. And get and, and and kill that guy. Well, let me say this, brother. Don't fall asleep during. I don't think you will fall asleep during this movie. No, you won't because, fall asleep because I be working. Because I be like, I be like waking up early in the morning. You know, um, to keep reading my scriptures, say my prayer. That's my order. I don't let that slip, right? So I just have to do that in order to maintain my. I, I got you, bro. Go up. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I completely understand so, what you're saying. That's why I be falling asleep. I wake up like 5 in the morning. I wake up early, man. I got to do that to kind of maintain myself. And I be falling asleep because I wake up so early. And it's actually become a habit that I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to change, but it is what it is. But I'm going to check that out. I'm gonna try that movie out now for sure. Brother, I beg you to check it out. I'm begging y'all. You said please check one, it two, out. one two three movies dot com. Is it like a gray screen with like um different it's a related links? Yeah, one two three dot com. Yeah, it it's it's like it'll say oh, one two three movie. No, one two three movies dot com. Okay. And I see something, it look like a gray screen and it's a related link. No, 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 no. Type in one two three movies, no one two three dot movies dot com. I think that's what it is. One let me two check. three. Let me try it. Hold on for a second. Let me see if I can pull it up, bro. Yeah. 
Hold on, Bobo. All right, hold on. One, three, movies. Guys, I'm going to log out. No problem, RT. You log in whenever you, whenever you can. I, and I'll try not to keep us on long tonight because I know folks have uh, something to do. Um, so we'll be on as uh, long as 9 o'clock maybe. Um, if you want to go longer than that, just say so. But for the most part, I try to keep it at 9. Um, yeah, there's a, it, it is a girl, great uh, great screen, brother, and it has like a uh, – it says one, two, three movies, but in where the O is supposed to be, they have like a green button with uh with a uh uh arrow pointing right or uh pointing uh to the uh right hand so to speak. Oh. All right. Okay. All right, if you uh, just let me know if you see that if that's what's on your screen. Yeah, it was. I went to another link and it took me to a um it, oh, I think I'm on one two three movies free. Let me go back. One two three movies dot com. Right. Oh, I know what you were on. You was on one, two, three movies free. I mean, but one, two, three movies is free. You can watch any movie on. Well, you can watch a lot of movies okay. on one, two, three movies. But um, type in Resident Evil Final Chapter. Hey, Shalom, Nation. I just want to let you know I was on the, I've been on the line. This is Brother Gavin. I've just been a, a little busy in the background. Oh, no problem, Shalom, brother. brother. Thank you for coming out. Oh. Shalom, brother. Shalom. Just okay, good. I'm proud to do that as well. I've been online myself. Brother okay, Alex, brother. Shalom, brother. Online movies free. Okay, when I go on 123movies.com, I see um, related links. It's a online full movies free watch. Then it's a movies full movies, and they say watch free movies online, watch TV free stream, how to watch TV shows, and they say one, two, three movies. It's like different links. You know which one? Is that the right one? No, it shouldn't be. You got the green arrow. I see one they have. All of them got green arrows. One, two, three movies.com. Or just try one, two, three movies. Okay. And then go to the very first one you see. It should say one two three movies dot two with a T O. Sorry. Got a lot of one two three movies. Oh, I see it. That two. Okay, so go to that one, and then type in Resident Evil. Uh, final chapter. Why is it sending me there? Okay, there you go. All right. Lord have mercy. Yeah, it says Resident Evil uh, hour and six minutes. Action sci-fi horror. So you guys can watch that. I'm going to watch it again tonight. I just thought it was just phenomenal. I knew it was going to be good, but I just didn't expect to see 
what I saw in the movie, I was like, man, going to have a whole lot of people going to be kind of screwed up. They don't pay attention to what's going on. But um, um, going forward, there, uh, Akti, Akti are you still? No, Akti Anisha said she was signing off. I forgot. Um, yeah. So the whole situation with Trump and him making the statements that he's made, um, him doing the things that he's doing. Let me just say this: the one thing I can honestly say, and my, and and you know. So I've heard several people say this, and I and I can't stand in agreement with it because when that man was running, he said he was going to do certain things. Now he's doing them. He didn't wait three months to do them. He didn't wait next year to do them. That man came in and it's like he put the put the bullets in the gun and he just starts shooting. And it's like. Folks really don't know how to take this man. And I'm like, but you put him in there. Why are you mad? He's only giving you what you want. But you got people who are uh, to the point where they're trying to um, get him and talk about getting him impeached. My mom told me the other day, this lady named Martha Waters, Matter of fact, while I'm on it, because I while I'm on the phone, I'm gonna look this up because I didn't even bought, I didn't even look this up yet. Uh, has anybody heard of a lady named Martha Waters? Nope. Her name is Martha Waters. I'm not sure. Let me yeah, see. I don't think so. Martha Waters tonight. Okay, hold on for a second. I'm trying to find out. Said okay, Martha Waters said. Hold on for a minute. I think I. He's sending the feds in Chicago. Yeah, he is. Uh, as a matter of fact, somebody posted a video on Facebook of Army Tank rolling through Chicago. Has anybody heard about that? Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, this was, what, three days ago, four days ago, they posted a video of uh, army tanks rolling through the hood. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. I only seen, I only heard about the the Russian spy ships that's been sitting on the coast. Well, I I was about to get to that because... The lady Martha Waters bust out and said that the reason why they wanted to try to impeach Trump is because they know how the elections were, quote, unquote, infiltrated by the Russians. And they wanted to say that that had everything to do with this Exxon oil deal that had basically transpired between uh, Trump's, uh, I think, Trump's lawyer or something like that. I can't remember. But here's the here's a really interesting thing. Hold on for a minute. Right. 
they do need to clean it up. That's what well that's what that's what Trump bust out and told that um sister who uh, asked him about the HBCU because she asked him about what he was planning on doing with the inner city when they were at the hearing. He said that we're going to do what we can. He said it's not an overnight job, but we're going to do what we can. And so now he is doing what he can. <laughs> of course, you got to read out the – and I'm saying, like, I don't know what Chicago – well, first and foremost, let me hold off because we got somebody who is from uh, Illinois – who I think is from Chicago. Brother Alex, have you seen anything like tanks rolling in the city or anything like that? Tanks rolling in the city? You know what? Let me ask. Uh, uh, I don't know if I, I, I haven't saw any tanks actually rolling in the city. No, I can't even say that. Well, somebody posted a video from Chicago on Facebook, the young teenage boy. I don't know what part of Chicago this was. I got to look it up. Yeah, there were tanks rolling through y'all streets. (laughs) Unless that was some other place. But he was like, yo, y'all think this is a game. They are out here. I was like, whoa. Hey, look, Mo, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Shalom. Shalom, Shalom. I'm sorry, brother, uh, but I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, I think they was doing, like, a raid on the south side, and they were saying that they did come on the block, so they was doing a raid with a tank, and they had, like, a big tank, and they was doing a raid, and they was throwing, like, uh, smoke bombs inside the uh, the house to put them out and all that good stuff. So I think you're right. Yeah, oh, right. Wait. wait a minute. They did a raid with Army yes. Tank? Yes, man, yes. They did a raid well, we in the third world country. It was like that. Yes, that's how they did the whole raid. My uh, friend of mine told me they locked down the whole entire block. Oh no! Hold yeah, on. they no, locked mama. down the whole. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, brother. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, brother. Yes. Uh, they yeah they locked down the uh the whole entire block. He said it was tanks and everything, so they had some type of uh, high-performance technology where they were able to see in in everybody's houses that they were in and everything. It was just crazy because he was telling me it was like almost a year ago, though. Mm Mm-mm. Wow. That's crazy. And then just like now, you know, what we see, I'm, look, I don't know what I... Our people are not going to be able to see it, man. They're going to like they they're going to see it, but they're not going to understand it. So they really are not going to see it for what it is. They're thinking, "Oh my God, you know, we're going to have it's going to be World War Three and all this other different stuff." And maybe it is. I don't see Shalom, anything. Um, not to cut you off, Minister uh, Cedric. One of my clients said uh, the tank was riding on the expressway. In Chicago, so he, yeah, he said he saw it yesterday. So you're right. I don't know, man. I didn't wow. even see it. Yeah, he said it was riding on the expressway. <laughs> Dang. I well, think. they said yeah. They said that um. Oh my God! Hold on. I mean, when, uh, when I was in barber college, they were saying the reason why they they redone like the uh, expressways in Chicago 
was for tanks to be able to drive on the expressway. That's why I heard rumors. I don't know if it's true or not. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Hold on, you guys. Mama just sent me a text message. Oh, by the way, uh, uh, Shalom, Ema. Uh, Ema's in the background. She's just listening, you guys. Um, But she sent me an article. Uh, about Cincinnati women who filmed themselves having oral sex with their infant children. I gotta check this out. I just, I'm just curious as to why. Why is like why Cincinnati woman charged with rape after she videotaped herself performing oral sex on a four-year-old boy? and posted it online. India Kirksey, a resident of West Price Hill section of Cincinnati, is being charged with first-degree felony rape, says they have video evidence of a 20-year-old woman raping a 4-year-old boy. A resident felony, okay, according to the WCPO-TV. Authorities allege that Kirksey videotaped, oh, they allege that, authorities allege that Kirksey videotaped herself as she was performing oral sex on the boy on or about January 4th, Cincinnati.com reported. Video of the alleged act surfaced online that was forwarded to Wellflow Services in Ohio. An Internet user in Texas is reported to have seen the footage on Periscope. Kirksky said, Kirksky is said to have confessed to the crime. She was, she was secured on a 350 she was secured on a 350000 bond following her court appearance on Monday. What in the hell? What is wrong with our people, man? Right, her own son. That's crazy. Oh, we got we to gotta get this together, man. Our people are out of it. Our people are seriously out of it. And it was another woman a week later? Oh, wow. Woo! Boy, oh, boy. Um, Any thoughts on that? I don't even know what to... I know what to think about it. Just... I can't even. Sick. Yeah, it's just very sick. Did you have somebody who would do that to their own child, or who would do that to anybody at that? But you do it to your own children. Oh, you know it's interesting because a couple of years ago, was it used to be these two women who on Facebook all the time red. They're like red, light skinned women. Used to wear these crazy blue wigs. And they were talking about how the mom was having sex with her daughter and all this other different stuff. And the daughter was like, her mom is her her lover. And it was just really sick. And I was just kind of like, well, you know, this is what they're allowing now. And if that doesn't tell you what time we're living in, where they're allowing stuff like that in the media, in the in the public, in the opening, 
then you know you know it's 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 a lot going on that we don't get to see all the time uh with the people that we don't see but the with the things that we do see it's 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 a lot going on man we just really need to be mindful of who we let around our kids or those who have kids and got to check ourselves because this here is crazy. Like, the adults are doing stuff like this. It's, it's insane. Um, nobody has anything to say on it. Um, I guess I'll bring back up the issue with the tanks in Chicago. Shalama. Yes, sir. Shalama, I, I, I would like to say something about that little thing that you just said, uh, Going on the record, I'm here. No problem. Good, bro. Uh, I was saying uh, that that goes back to when our priest said uh, our people have a real sickness. America has a real sickness, and we ain't mature enough to even should be having children. And this right here goes back to that. You know, we we don't even know how to take care of ourselves, and now it's starting to show in our sexual behaviors. You know, he said we have a sickness in our sexual behaviors. And uh, it's starting to show right now with with those incidents. You know, uh, you have a, you have a lot of adult women and men who uh, will target. You know, they in their forties and fifties. They are targeting nineteen year olds, and they'll say stuff like, you know, the government say they're illegal, so they're legal. You know, we hear it a lot around here in the south, and we see it yeah, a lot around that's true. The south. So, uh. That just goes back to that. We have to be more uh, aware about and check ourselves and our actions. With that, are you? Yeah. Um, like, wow, just seeing and hearing about that, it just kind of makes it, makes our charge a little bit more um, hard because, I mean, we have to check our own egos, <laughs> and we have to help other people check theirs. And then we have to deal with, you know, we have to deal with issues like, you know, issues like that. So it's like, wow, you know, I didn't know. I mean, well, of course you got that going on in the churches too, but like, you know, when you're hearing it all over, all about, it's like, it, it really, you know, it says a lot that we got a problem. You know, and there was another issue, somebody, there was another issue that came out, uh, the guy, uh, uh, or whatever his name is, Yanni Milton, whatever that guy's name is, Yed Milanopoulos, I can't remember his name, came out and said something about pedophilia, um, uh, well, it was alleged that he said something about pedophilia being okay, but he did an interview with Joe Rogan, you know, basically saying that, you know, nothing was wrong with his uh, music teacher who was supposed to be, I think, like a pastor or priest or something like that, you know, touching him as a little boy. And he said, if anything, he came on to the preacher. And Rogan was saying, but you're 14 years old. You don't have a sense of sexuality at 14 years old. He said, trust me, I knew 
I will touch him, blah, 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 and yada, blah. Some other stuff that I'm not going to repeat unless you guys go and look at the article or the video. But I was just kind of like, so there is, there is this, okay, first there was the drug epidemic. That couldn't necessarily win. Then it was the jail epidemic. That couldn't win. Now you put the, now there's a mental illness epidemic. It is like, it is almost just as bad as the the, the prison and drug epidemic combined. Because you're talking about people's mental health that is at stake here. People's mental health. And you got people profiting off it. You got the LGBT profiting off of people's mental health. You got the government profiting off the LGBT. You got corporations profiting off the LGBT. You got the LGBT profiting off of corporations. It's it's a it's a circle of confusion, and none of us here are perfect. Nobody is perfect, but my goodness, it's like, well, when does it end? And you know, well, of course, it ends when the people want it to end. But man, something's got to be done because our people are lost their damn minds. <laughs> That's all I can say. Um, and I won't be too surprised. You know, it's not going to shock me as much when I see those tanks pull up in my own backyard. Because it looks like the way that the the way that this government is going, something got to be done. Because uh, Americans have lost their minds. They hate government. They hate laws. They hate politicians. They hate themselves. They hate God. They hate each other. <laughs> they hate white people. They hate black people. <laughs> they hate immigrants. <laughs> they hate history. They hate science. They hate Republicans. They hate Russians. They hate, I mean, it's so much hate. It's like, <laughs> I mean, once for the time, and, you know, I even have my niece, like, like I heard my niece and say something the other day, and I got pissed off mad. Like, I heard my niece tell her older sister, say, I hate you. I don't you ever let me hear you say that word. Because that's a very strong word. You don't even know what that word means. Then I saw some man who was saying he hated white people. And I was saying to myself, you know what? You really shouldn't use that word. You don't hate these people as much as you think you do, because if you really hated these people, if you really hated these people, you would do it. You would do exactly what the Most High told the Israelites to do to the Canaanites long time ago. I'm not saying that you should do it. I'm saying nobody can hate their oppressors that much and still need them, and then say you hate them after you take what they're giving. No, you don't hate them. You just don't like being told what to do. So, but for the most part, that's just um, that's just what I want to put on the table. Does anybody have any other discussions that they want to bring forth? I did promise that I don't have to, you know, we won't have to be on as long, but I also said that if you do want to carry the conversation longer, you may do so. 
Um, but just state your name falling on the record if you have any other topics. Shalom, brother. This is um, Brother Alex. No problem. Yes, sir. Um, I was just, uh, what movie you were you saying that uh, you wanted us to watch? The Resident Evil? What was the name of that again? Yes, Resident was... Evil, The Final Chapter. Okay, The Final Chapter. Yes. Okay. It's supposed I got, to I got be... the fire stick. Oh, I'm sorry. What yeah. Say, oh, let me ask you a question, brother. Did you, so you hooked yours and up? Yeah, my, yeah, my fire stick. Andrew, Andrew, I'm I'm for a while. No? I'm Say that one more time, call. brother Andrew. I'm now going to exit the call. Shalom. No problem, brother. Go ahead, brother Alex. You were saying what now? Oh, yeah. Uh, my fire stick is working. Okay, because I still got to hook mine enough. I tried it. I got as far as putting it in the... Uh, I got as far as putting it in the uh, flat screen, but I didn't get it to come on as, like I wanted it to. But if you say yours will work, mine is already – I know mine will work. Um, and it was jailbroken when I got it. Um, I just had to set it up with the instructions that uh, uh, Priest gave me. And I didn't have the time that I wanted to have to do it, but I'll do it when I get a chance. Oh, yeah, set it up quick. All you got to do is hook it up to the Wi-Fi. Oh, okay. I would, I'll make sure I do that because I think that was the day that we were having trouble with our Wi-Fi that it wasn't pulling up. So I'll make a note of that. Okay. All right. So I'll make, sure, I'll make a note of that. Um. Well, well, first and foremost, let me ask you a question. When you hooked it up, did did it blue or did any box show up on the screen or does it matter yes. what channel it's on? You know what the look? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a little blue look. Um, I want to say box. I think it's like got like a. It looked like a folder or something, but I know it's blue. It say code. Oh, okay. Doesn't matter what channel it's on in order for it to show up because even when like if I put it in, it obviously didn't show up. But again, my Wi-Fi was out that day too, so I'm gonna try you know again what? and see what I come up with. It all depends on the HDMI uh, output you put it in. So so which one should I have put it in, the first one or the second one? Uh, with Mavs, I put it in the second one because on the first one, I have my I have my uh, Xbox in the first one. But it don't matter. Either one that you put it in, you, you got to set on your TV to, like, HDMI, HDMI 1 or HDMI 2. Okay, I got you. I got you. And I make sure I remember that when I get ready. Uh, to set it up because I, like I said, I didn't have like I the day that I got it, I was on my way to work and I couldn't set it up because I didn't have enough time and I was struggling. And I was like, dang, I have enough time. But now that I know, I'm gonna make sure I watch it. But brother, please watch Resident Evil. Um, I will. I will. That last movie. It it is. It was. It's a very very strong message in there, and it pretty much deals with what we are dealing with here at Tribe, what we've pretty much been talking about here at Tribe, or what we've been alluding to for, like, the last several years, and nobody is paying attention. (laughs) Like, they really think this is a joke. (laughs) They really think this is a joke, and this is not a joke. Ministers, yeah, brother, uh, sorry. No problem. Um, one of my clients is telling me I need to watch John Wick. He said he got some real good key key 
little points in time with about a lot of the stuff far as the government, how he's uh, dealing in commerce and everything. So I got to check oh, that out. No problem. I think I might try to check that out tonight as well because, again, I, I know John Wick. John Wick. Why did it? Wait. They got when this come uh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. And, uh, yes, uh, Keanu Reeves. Okay. Okay, now it sounds familiar because I was thinking about the Matrix. Yeah, I know who Keanu Reeves is. I'm just trying to figure out why the name sound, why the movie sounds familiar. Do you remember what, what year it came out or no? You know what? This is the second one because they came out with the first John Wick and he uh he actually went crazy on everybody about them like killing his dog or whatnot. So I think this second one with common sense in there. I don't know what it's about. Actually, I haven't saw it, but a couple of my clients were telling me to check it out. It's a good movie. Okay. Well, then, when I get a chance, I'm going to check it out as well because, you know, I never heard of it. It sounds familiar. Well, no, 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 I say it, I never heard of it because, obviously, it sounds familiar. But I just don't remember what year it came out. But I'm going to look it up and see what, you know, the movie is about. Y'all, please watch that movie, man. I was up. I was watching The Insurgent. We were talking about that in one of the meetings we had the other day. I had mentioned it, and I was just like, well, let me check out that movie. That is another good movie that I had never seen, um, and it is uh, it's so many different, so many messages and elements in that movie. It's like they're making this movie because they're really trying to teach you something. You know, once you look past the... Um, once you look past all the special effects and all the other different stuff, but I'll leave that where that is. Uh, does anybody, excuse me, does anybody have any uh, other comments or, or any other topics or comments that they want to put out on the table? Please feel free to do so. Um, just state your name for it on the record, but if you do not, we could adjourn. Oh, Shalom, 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 Shalom. Uh, one more question. Uh, where can I uh, look up the, uh, the Hebrew names that we were talking about yesterday? I want to just oh, brother, look, you go can look that up anywhere. <laughs> cool. Just type it in. You can. I mean, wherever you wherever you can find a Hebrew name. Okay. I mean, cool. Google has Google. plenty of uh, Google name lists and stuff like. Uh, well, Google has a lot of Hebrew nameless or there is a lot of name uh Hebrew names list on Google. Um mm-hmm. and start there, brother. Um Okay, cool. Yeah. It says you can you you'll find your your name that you think best describes you. Yes, and, as a, as an individual, yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um anybody else? Long. Um, yeah, brother Cedric. So, yeah. in the, um, the is it the Library of Congress that has a, a recording of all of the, the um, North American and I guess Middle um, Central America and most of the Caribbean that were brought here on the record. Um, for those who were originally brought here as, um, as, as servants, on the record, do they have that 
Congress? I'm going to be honest with you, brother. I would not know. I couldn't answer that question. Number one, because I never never asked that question, and I never thought, you know, Congress would have it. But, I mean, maybe I wouldn't put it past them. They have a book almost about, they have a book almost about, well, they have a book of, of, you know, about almost anything you pretty much want to find out about American history. Let me just say it that way. Um, There are books in there, I would, you know, uh, assume that would have records of anything dealing with uh Slaves, servants, um, um, earlier colonies, and stuff like that. I mean, and then again, you can find that pretty much on any book. You just really got to know what you're looking for and how to look for it. You know, that's basically got to do your research. But I mean, Library of Congress, brother, I'm pretty sure they do. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> I would not put it past them. I wonder if um, you can look through it um, uh, through the census. I think I heard priests say something similar. Oh, to, through the census? Um, that, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I don't see why not. I, well, let me say this. My mom, we were looking um, We were looking for her. We were looking on, uh, was it Ancestry.com or something like that? And they had some information on there about her grandmother. And they were showing where her grandmother's family had moved from Virginia because they had the Virginia census. Well, they had the Georgia census, and they, I think in the census they asked where the people were originally from, and they had her grandmother listed as coming from Virginia. Which had, you know, which isn't necessarily like, you know, taboo because a lot of slaves came from Virginia to Georgia or were brought here right. from Virginia to Georgia. So that's, you know, that's, it's not, you know, it's just a hop and a skip over Carolina. But, um, yeah. well, for the most part, yeah, they, I, brother, I'm pretty sure if you, if you know what you're looking for, pretty sure you'll find it. I just know that there's a lot of these ancestry, uh, uh, swap tests a lot of people are taking and finding out, you know, more about oh. them from Togo or Benin or New Guinea, you know, Gambia, a lot of West African tribes that mm-hmm. they, you know, people are saying, okay, yeah, yeah, that's where you're located or that's where we, I mean, that's where we're getting your DNA, um, pinpointing it coming from. But that doesn't define who you really are, if you're coming from that nation of people, that nation per se, mm. <laughs> because, you know, within that nation that we call Togo today, you know, Ghana, Ivory Coast, mm-hmm. were um, people who migrated to those areas who right. we consider to be Hebrews or people who are, you know, of other nations or other tribes that are not the same, you can't clump everybody together and say, oh, yeah, everybody was, you know, Ivory, or Namibian, you know what I mean, or that that's just from that region, per se. But see, that's how they got over. 
That's how they were able to keep the lie going. That's what they did with us in America. They lumped everybody together who had dark right. skin and nappy hair and called everybody African American. Right, but well, that's, that's what I'm saying. You know, yeah, to, that's how they were able to get over. And I know it, that they have a lot of census records. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing, and I'll be honest, because there was a brother who um, tried, who who reached out to us. Um, I alerted priests about it um, and was still kind of struggling with it because I really honestly don't know specifically how to aid the brother because he doesn't know. Only person I know who, to, you know, basically hand this off to is, you know, priests. But the brother basically told me that he um, he took a DNA test. And he found that he had Asian Minor, Middle East, Middle Eastern, Syria, Morocco, or Mauritania, or something like that. Okay. All of those, all of those in his blood. And I'm sitting here like, wow, you know, the sad part about this is. You can't even rationalize that because all those are place names and geographical locations, and none right. of them are definite because they don't tell you specifically what tribe that DNA came from. Just because you got DNA from a place does not tie you to that. It may tie me to the place, but what people in the place because there's a whole lot of people in that particular place. And I guess it could say that, I guess we could say the same thing about uh America as well. You know, but the interesting thing about it is people take these DNA tests, just deal with the issue at hand. People take the DNA test and they take that as a def they take that as confirmation. Because see the DNA test said it. And it's like if you don't read the DNA test correctly, you can really be deceived. Just like the woman who thought that she was from the Ulster tribe. Then a lady turned around and handed her a certificate, letting her know that she was from Portugal. <laughs> and she was sitting there trying to figure out she could be from also in Portugal at the same time. I'm sorry? Yeah, Shalom. I'm, I'm a, Shalom. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm going to depart. This brother Eric. No problem, brother. I think most of us, I think we'll get ready to part in the next couple of minutes as well. I just want to let this brother, uh, I'm not sure who exactly it was that brought up the DNA. Uh, yeah, uh, it was Brother Gavin. Brother Gavin. I wasn't sure, but I want to give the brother time to actually speak. But go ahead, brother. I'm going to let you uh, state whatever you were uh, what you were uh, bringing forth. All right. Shalom, shalom. No problem, brother Eric. Go ahead, brother. No, I was just saying that uh, I got a friend that's from Jamaica. I mean, we grew up, our parents grew up, you know, in Jamaica together. And, uh, you know, we were we were the ones that were like the second half of our families that were born here. Because, you know, his family and my family got, we, you know, he got older brothers and sisters. And I got older brothers and sisters that were born in Jamaica. But... um 
you know, he always was into the um the Doctor York movement at one time, you know, uh, the Ancelar community, you know, uh, and um you know, it, it, a lot of Dr. Ben, you know, teachings and ancient Kemet, you know, he's very, very, very well read per se. Right. And uh, more recent, within the last 10 years, he's been going back and forth to, I forgot specifically what country in West Africa, but um, they've been greeting him um, like family, you know, like they, they put out a whole ceremony of roses, petal everywhere, they, everywhere he walked. You know, he was like treated like a royalty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. You can't, you can't walk until we, you know, we put the roses in front of you and the whole nine yards. And um, you know, they had a welcome home party like twice that he went there um, because he basically did a swab test. I think it was with Ancestry.com and uh, the one that's in D.C. I believe, Washington D.C. And um, you know, they specifically targeted him to the specific tribe, like they know exactly specifically according to their test mm-hmm. uh, where he actually came, you know, like the, 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 the percentage of how much tribe that he was on his mother's side and how much tribe of what nation that he came from on his father's side. So, mm. um, you know, like I said, ever since then he goes back like every other year probably. And um, ever since he's been doing that, he's been getting a ceremony, like I said, of, of greeting and, and like a welcome home party. Um, that sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, he was telling me, he was like, I was like, man, you really been doing it, man. I like that. <laughs> you know, but he's, you know uh, what's really interesting, though, um, and I'll make this brief. Um, I was, uh, last semester, when um, I was in the Pan-African course, I used to hear my teachers and several students say, yeah, it's pretty interesting how, you know, a lot of people think they go back to Africa and there's just going to be this, this big old welcome home party for you, and it's not sure. like that. Because when we went over there, that's what, you know, the, the people, and I've had three people to say this, the teacher and these these two students who one went to Liberia and one went to Ghana. And uh-huh. uh, the they, they were basically stating that there was no big old parade. Mm you know, going down the street for them, you know, a lot of people would say, oh, you're American. You're not us. You're not a, you're not an American. You know, you're, you're not an African. You, you know, you're not one of us. You're an American. And mm. she was saying that they were scorning her because she, they immediately noticed the difference that she wasn't, maybe she wasn't like them which I believe that a lot of our brothers and sisters are still over there. That's just my belief. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I know our brothers well, and sisters are still over there. That's funny like you just said that because this guy had the total opposite of treatment. <laughs> right. Well, okay. okay, but so, then, so, that then, so what does that say overall, that everybody doesn't get the same treatment when they go to Africa? Well, That's because, what it says. All right. Well, this brother has been um, targeted to the specific tribe of where he comes mm-hmm. from, and, 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 and they already have heads up that he's coming. Right. You know, like, he, he had, like, a, a welcome party, like, one guy that is supposed to be his uh, tour guide, per se, mm-hmm. and, and he's been communicating with him before he even went back, is what I'm saying. 
and he said the guy already had things set up where he was meeting the admin, he, um, the foreign minister, the tribal, the, the tribal leader, the actual. Uh, he met, he met like a whole chain of people, like in government, in their, in their, in their local government, and, and you know, people who have royal, uh, who consider, who's considered to be princes and prince, and, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, he met very, very high echelon people within the tribes. You know, so it's not like some sort of, oh, you know, some American guy coming down to visit us. You know what I mean? Right. And so, and, and just and just to be honest, they did the exact same thing with um, uh, what's the guy named Isaiah Washington when he went back to Sierra Leone? They oh, threw a okay. welcome party for him. Right. You know, so it's it's different for everybody. I guess the, the the experience of going back is different for everybody. Um, so that's what I Overall, take from yeah. that. Um, yeah. What, what what I would say, you know, if you know anybody that decides that they want to do that, that's their choice. You know, I, you know, anybody who wants to do that, that is their choice. Um. But for the most part, I think that when everybody go over there, just expect the unexpected. Don't expect it to go over there and be thinking you're going to get the treatment of a parade and, you know, balloons and all this stuff. And I say expect the unexpected because, again, we got two totally different, you know. uh, That's that's what everybody, I mean. Yeah, right, and you're right. That's all anybody. Right. Because, all right, like I said, my family's directly from Jamaica, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, if I go to Jamaica and unsurprisingly not telling anyone, I'll be just another visitor. You know what I mean? They'll be like, oh, they'll call me Yankee boy. You know, they'll give me the whole, uh, you know, like no one would really care. <laughs> That's you true. Know, or, or they'll just want to just try to use me to try to get enough money out of my pocket before they're done with me. You know what I mean? I've heard about uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> but if I tell my brother, because one of my brothers, he moved, he went back to Jamaica, one, one of my older brothers. He, he's mm-hmm. from there originally, you know, he went back home to live there. And, um, you know, if I tell him right now or my cousins that, you know, my father on my mother's side, like my first, my, my, uh, my first cousins, you know, like my, my father's nephew, you know what I mean? And my father's nieces, um, because we talk all the time. A lot of us, we're talking all the time on the phone. Mm-hmm. I'm communicating with them almost on an everyday basis. They call me all the time. But some of them I haven't even met. But it's like we never, not. it's like we never not knew each other the way we get on the phone. So if I'm, I can see myself when I get back, I'll be greeted very well. You know? So, you know, um, because even some of them, they came to to the United States to visit up for the first time, and they, you know a lot of them stayed with my parent, my mother's house, and um, like I said, it was like we like we knew each other for years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We we clicked very well. So um, I'm only saying it that way is because. Um, the experience you're going to get is according to how you get, you know, how you treat certain people, you know, like if you, you know, you do a formal 
communication, like, hey, I'm coming, mm-hmm. you know, hey, uh, I'm such and such, your cousin or whatever, you know, your, your lost, lost long second, third cousin or whatever, you know, um, or you've been writing them already or you've been talking to them already, of course the welcome is going to be very much different from, you know, a person who just pops up back into some country that you think you're from or you know you're from, but you don't really, you didn't communicate with nobody. The treatment is going to be totally different. Yeah, I think. I would think. But I only brought it up in in the first place because um, a lot of people are doing this. They're saying, okay, I'm connected to the Mandingi. I'm just going to throw tribes, you know, the the, the Mandingi tribe or the Wolof tribe, you know. Uh, the Ibu tribe from in Nigeria, but is, are those people Hebrews or are those people just you know from the Hamites or they're from the Shemites? You get what I'm saying? You know, right. But here's I mean, the thing the with of, that. Yeah, here, yeah. No, not to cut you off, brother. But here's the thing with that. That's been a discussion for a very, very long time. I think the best thing for people to do is either do research or ask the people themselves or do research and ask the people or do ask the people and or do or conduct a research in the form of gathering the people and basically doing observation and studies on the people and then comparing and contrasting them to different cultures or to the culture that you're claiming that they are. I mean, because that's how it was done with the quote-unquote Native Americans. But people refute that uh, for various reasons that they, you know, for various reasons. Let me just say it that way. Um, But my whole thing is, you know, our people have been spread all over. Um. We've been, and here's the thing, because the Native Americans have also been shipped out as well. Uh, right. They've been shipped to other different continents, other different countries. Um, a lot of people aren't aware of that. A lot of people think, oh, well, see, there was no Africans here because they were already here. And it's like, yeah. okay, well, then how do you explain some of the uh, how do you explain the exchange of the Indians across the transatlantic? transatlantic slave trade to different countries that are in Africa or different countries that are in, uh, in, uh, uh, that are in East India. But then you also have to consider this too, that once these people are over there, then they mix in with the population. So then they are no right. longer, they no longer carry that quote unquote individual tribal marker that they want because they done blended in with the society that they've been shipped to. Unless they were, unless they maintained that culture with a group of people who were just like them. So that, 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 that leads to my, the ultimate question is that Mm -hmm. how how do we know? I'm not saying we we're wrong or we got the facts. Uh, How do we know that we're Israelites? No, not that, but how do we know what specific, Tribe, tribe. Them, like per 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 nation, you know what I mean? Like per um, the Levites, well, being, the, the Haitians, yeah. and the the Benjamites being Jamaicans, because Jamaicans was all they were a mishmash of different people anyway. 
All Jamaicans that's cannot true. be from. Yeah. That's absolutely true. I don't know. Well, first and foremost, I don't know if you got the the lesson when you first came in. Um, I know Priest spoke about this yesterday. Um, one of the things that he had made mention of was that when he first came into the understanding of uh, the Hebrew faith and all of this stuff, and he went through the order of Melchizedek and all of this stuff, he was basically taught and alerted that before there was the chart, because all the chart is is a condensation of research that was done by Hebrews who already knew they were Hebrews. Adam Crowley, he already knew he was a Hebrew, and he had already been doing the uh, Israelite breakdown before a lot of some of the people had, you know, basically made the chart. It's just that when the chart basically surfaced, a lot of people were just kind of like, oh, okay, well, how does that work? But there had already, but the chart came from different books that had been put out about the people who fit the tribes. <laughs> so it wasn't just mm. something that just came out of thin air. This was stuff that people had researched and read. Maybe somewhere down the line, they got it wrong. But then you'd have to prove those people wrong who wrote the books, which at this particular point people are trying to do. I can't say that those people are wrong. But what I will say is that that list or that chart or the insinuation about who those people have been have been around for a very long time. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Could they right. have been wrong? You understand what I'm saying? Could they be wrong? They could be wrong. That's where your research comes in. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing I can tell you to do. But let me tell you something. If I can open up that book and I can plainly read what I see and I can basically see what I'm reading transpiring in front of me and basically looking at it from the eyes of the law, and then basically seeing where everything is starting to, like, line up. Yeah. I'm not, not so much as me going to not question it because we should always question what it is that we are given. But the one thing I will definitely say is this. You had to have been a cold-hearted person to come up with a list and then lie about it. When you knew in your heart it was a lie, you'd have to ask what did Adam Crowley or, or William uh, S. Crowley had to gain by lying to the congregation about people who fit this book when the quote-unquote British Israelites said the exact same thing about Germany and Sweden and Holland and all of these other different things, but we knew very well that these people did not even fit the description because a lot of those people who inhabit those countries today are of German descent. They just live in different 
They just live in different states with different country names, like Sweden and Holland. That's just the name they're operating under. But majority of the people who inhabit those countries are German. Right. And they don't have a problem telling you they're German. But right. they will tell you that according to this doctrine that they have about Israel, they believe that they are the Israelites. But then you have several different people like William uh, William Crowley and F.S. Cherry and uh, Rabbi Matthew, then uh, uh, David, I think that's his name, and several many others who knew for a long time that they were Hebrews. Mm-hmm. It's like you, it just comes out with weighing, weighing out what you're given and then going by what is what's in the scriptures, number one, and then, again, weighing out what you're given. I couldn't see any other person, I'm going to be honest with you, and I think another thing that kind of throws everything off is if people go specifically by color. Not understanding that our people have mixed and mingled with many other different nations, which is another reason why I I think you brought it up, because if we mix with so many other different people, then how can you tell? That's another thing. People would say, you have people who are saying, oh, well, all the Israelites are black, and they were black, and they still are black. And it's like, well... You can't necessarily say that because a lot of our people were taken to different locations where the people who were in the country and were occupying the country were not black. Mm -hmm. Some of them were Nordic. Some of them were East Indian. Some of them were Persian. Some of them were uh, Africans. I mean, Africans, I mean, the Germans who settled along South Africa or the Dutch who settled along South Africa. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? So they mixed in with these, some of them mixed in with the population because they didn't have enough people there to preserve the seed. Or if they were brought over here, you know, like we were brought over here and were able to mix and mingle with the people that they were, I guess you could say, affiliated with by tribal descent or clan or they knew them from whatever, you know, area uh, of the country that they lived in, which I learned that a lot of the tri- a lot of the uh, slaves that came over here were from mainly from three kingdoms in Africa. And that was the Dahomey, the, the Ashanti, and the Yoruba tribes. And a lot of those tribes sold their own people. A lot of those tribes captured, the, a lot of those kingdoms captured, their, uh, captured other different, uh, other tribes from the other kingdoms and then sold them to the Portuguese. Right. Got a whole lot going on. This is not as, it's not as cut and dry as we would like to think it would be. Right. But I will say this. I don't think that a lot of the earlier uh, uh, Hebrew Christians, so to speak, let me say it that way, the earlier Hebrew Christians would necessarily have anything to gain for uh, in the game by lying to the congregation about these people, uh, about who these people necessarily were, 
It's just that when we get to it today, people are starting to, you know, people have their hang-ups about what Israel should be. Israel should be all black. Israel should be all white. Israel should be mixed. And it's like, if you pay attention to what Israel is or what the Hebrew faith is or what the, you know, or what it's about, or if you read about the characteristics of those people in that book, then you have to weigh it out with what you see in common society, and then you have to draw your conclusions there. But do I believe that the chart is uh, is accurate? I don't have a doubt in my mind that it is. I mean, that it isn't. I'm sorry. Because I'm watching all of this stuff play out. And I'm going to be honest with you. I, couldn't be con- I can't be convinced otherwise. I'm watching all of this stuff play out, and I cannot convince myself otherwise. And not to mention that a lot of this, what you see in chart form, were based off of books and research that had been compiled together into a chart. So people had been preaching this way before ISUPK, IOC, uh, ISOK, uh, IUIC, uh, GOTC, you understand what I'm saying? It's just those are the people who are pushing it at the forefront now. But you had regular, quote, unquote, Christian preachers who were saying this, what, 200 years ago. So this ain't new. <laughs> right. Obviously, I would say, well, if it was preached 200 years ago, is there some truth to it? Oh, well, then that could be to say the same thing about Negroes being the children of Ham, because that was preached just as long. But that was preached by, quote, unquote, the Mormons who started who started that idea because they were really trying to maintain some form of white supremacy. And they were really trying to maintain slavery. Even though they claimed that they were, didn't endorse slavery, I don't really, you know, Anyway, that's a whole other different issue. But, brother, the only thing I can tell you is if you have any doubt in your mind, the best thing for you to do is do your research. Cause no, that's I, just, the only... like I just want to, I just know um, there's different ways to go about it. I just want to know how you, how we typically, uh, you know, what from what angle are we looking at? Well, we're looking at it from, well, here's the thing, brother, and and here's the thing, and I'm going to make it short because I did say nine, and we're over like 37 minutes. But the best thing I can can do in terms of telling you how to go about it is tell you to do your research because it wasn't easy for me to really just fall right into it because even when I came into I was just kind of like, well, how? I mean, I understand the law part, but then, like, how? You know, how does it work for, you know, to just say that this person is this person and this person? And then once you start doing the research on it, I guess you say, oh, okay, well, a lot of this is starting to add up. But then again, I don't know what you're going to research, and I don't know how you're going to go about it. That's why priest says, when we do study, we usually study by ourselves. <laughs> but even though he allows group studies, 
but he prefers us to study by ourselves. But at the end of the day, brother, you know, and I would tell anybody, not even just you, if you have any doubt in your mind, please satisfy your curiosity and do whatever you can to prove or disapprove what it is that it, whatever it is that you're looking for. You know, because the one thing I realized is that the society that we live in today, where they're telling you this is a Jew, these are the Native Americans, this is what an African looks like, this is what an East Indian looks like. Everything has been built up by propaganda. That is no coincidence because even in the scriptures it tells you that all of this was coming to fruition. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. All the thing I'm saying is do your research. That's the only thing I can tell you, brother. Yeah. Right. I you know, I I one thing I, one thing I can say is, you know, we look at the established order today and we say, Okay, well it is it's gotta be true because that's the way that they operate. Sure they do. But don't forget that they were given a lot of people were given titles and names because of the real estate laws that were when not necessarily the real estate laws in general, but because of the real estate or real law or real law pertaining to property was instituted in commerce. That's across the board. That's all over the earth. It didn't just start with, you know, it didn't just start and it didn't just end with Israelites. Obviously, we ended up with the name Negro, and we didn't even name ourselves that. Right. African-American, we didn't name ourselves that either. Black, we didn't ask to be named that either. And more, we didn't even ask to be named that. But when you do your research, you figure out how names are given to you. This is why priests, this is another important reason why we bring you into nucleus and we get you in the understanding about the documents that we give you. I'm not going to talk about them here, but that is a major part of why we bring you into the understanding of the document. Because once you understand that, then you will start to understand how things got their name. How things got their title. It wasn't right. just I just want something and I'm gonna just pick it up and call it what it is. It it really doesn't work like that. I don't care what damn anthropologists say about some caveman in the cave. It does not work like that. There yeah. are still laws and it always has been. Brother, I ain't even cut you off because I knew you was saying something that I, I really need to get out. Well, go ahead, brother. I apologize. Oh, that's all right. I was just saying that uh, the, the, that whole idea, you know, of the documents we have, it, it could be it, it, if if we stayed on there that oh I'm a tribe of Judah, you know, or I'm the tribe of Benjamin. How can we be? How can we prove that? Is what I'm saying. How do we go about proving that? That is why I say do your research, brother. All right, because. You know, 
Is it DNA that you want to, you know, that we have to do to? Well, one of the things that? I do know for sure, and one of the things that I was, um, besides, uh, I mean, I've read books. I mean, you know, there's books that, uh, you know, that people state the migration patterns and all of that, but, um, I would think we'd have to prove more than just a migration pattern to say that, oh, I am this. This is why I know why, genetically. Right. Well, well, brother, like I said before, you know, if you don't know, then I guess I think the best thing to say is, if you don't know or if you're not sure, then you have to ask yourself, why are you here? <laughs> because you don't want to be in a place that you're not sure about. That's, you know, right. you understand what I'm saying? Like, you don't go to a fraternity. And I like to use this analogy because it's pretty much it runs the same course. You go to a fraternity and you say, I want to join, and then you join it, and then it's nothing like how you imagine it to be, but they basically told you in the letters and the newsletters, maybe yeah. some type of and whatever, however they let you know about their history or whatever it is that they do. Because I've been on campus, you know, for a good little while. I'm pretty sure a lot of people have been in college and have seen where, you know, certain different fraternities or sororities would tell you, hey, join the Sigma, you know, Phi Beta, where we do math or we do science and, you know, uh, geometry is our niche or something like that. You know, but if you go in there, you think, I don't, you know, I ain't never ready to think about it. I'm going in, I'm a, you know, I'm going to be a frat. I'm going to be a soror. And then you get there and they're like, what the hell did I get into? And then it's like, well, you know what you got into. And you're like, well, what is it that I got into? Well, we told you because we gave you newsletters and this, that, and other, blah, 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 blah. But if you don't know and you're not sure, then you have to ask yourself, why are you there? What is your purpose for being at a certain place? Did you research enough? Are you sure about the research you did? If you're not sure about the research you did, then again, I'd have to tell you, you have to do some soul searching. <laughs> but that's for anybody. That's even myself included. That's myself right. included. Trust me. But, brother, you know, that's the only thing I can tell you. And, you know, I would even... And here's the thing, brother. I would even ask you to ask priests. Right. Maybe y'all should have a conversation about that. You know, because, you know, we don't... One thing, I'm going to be honest with you, you and my brother, I don't want you to be here and be lost about anything. You know, right. be honest. Please be honest. If you're not sure, speak up. No. Uh, my thing is, I want to have... I want to know the proof of, or how do we use, you know, what is the proof for us to stand firm on? Right. That I am, you know, not just a 
the, the, the not just I say I'm the tribe of Judah, not I'm the right. tribe of Benjamin, right. Levi. Right. Okay. Because everybody's doing I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody in their mother's trying to do that. You know? Maybe those um, people are sure. Maybe those people know something that you don't know. Or maybe they realize something that you don't realize. But let me yeah. let me not do this. This is well, you know, well, forty seven well, minutes well, after Yeah, okay, um, I'm sorry. The hour. Because this isn't the this first and foremost, this isn't the platform that we are going to do that in. Right, that is actually right. a class setting that we will have that discussion on. Um so I won't do that here. Um it is forty seven minutes after nine. And anybody have any other topic, if you're still on, uh, before we get ready to get off. I did say yeah. nine, but we went over. And I, you know, and I did, but I did say if anybody has a topic. But did anybody have any other topic that they want to discuss before we wow. uh, adjourn? Yeah, brother, I didn't want to, I didn't have a topic. I just had a statement, uh, a quick statement, because I know we got to get off here. Uh, isn't there some characteristic that the Aboriginal bloodline carries? That's that's a part of it. That's yeah, one I've of the things that, that we have. That's something that we. Oh, sorry. Oh, I apologize, go, brother. Go ahead. Oh no, that's not what I was saying. I think it was certain characteristics in our bloodline that we carried it um, differentiate us from other nations. And that's all. Uh, not you. And I forgot exactly what those were. I have to go on my notes. Yes, sir. Um, Well, let me say this, because I know that we had a, we actually had a, we actually had a movie. We had a documentary priest did about the exact same thing, and I meant to bring that up. I don't know how many people actually saw it. Um, Holy are you. Maybe a lot of people didn't get to see it before. Okay, because that um, that uh, theater one it basically crashed, um, and I don't think Priest got around to fixing it again because uh, he was so involved with the uh, television network and the radio. I'm pretty sure he'll get back to fixing it, but it's down now. I wish a lot of the new brothers and sisters could actually watch that. That's just like, uh, I guess you can say a view into it. It's not like a whole uh, science of how uh, we would go about actually determining how the tribes are actually, uh, I guess you say, designated, so to speak. But that was something that priests basically gave us uh, to go off of as newcomers, because a lot of people had a whole lot of questions. Um, But for the most part, um, I will say that that's only part of it, the characteristics. But I'm going to leave that there, because, again, this wasn't a classroom setting. And that was one of the things that, you know, we would have discussed in the class, and this wasn't the place for it. So I'm going to have to hold off on that conversation. Um. Anybody else? Any other comments or questions? 
okay. All right, brothers and sisters, and Ema, um, we're going to get ready to adjourn for the rest of the evening. It's 47 minutes. No, it's 47 minutes. A couple ago, minutes ago. It's 50 minutes after 9. We're going to adjourn for the rest of the evening. We'll meet back here at, uh, next week on Thursday. And, uh, again, everybody, please watch that movie, um, uh, Resident Evil. I'm sorry. I said it so much I almost forgot. Resident Evil Final Chapter. Please watch it. It's really good, but not so much as it's just good. It's got a lot of – it has a lot of stuff in it. Let me just say it that way. I don't like doing spoiler alerts, so I'm not going to – I didn't want to talk about the movie until everybody see it, but we'll, let, we'll, we'll talk about it next week and then the other thing. Um, but until then, we'll see each other then. Shalom, everybody, and love all you brothers and sisters. Thank you all for coming out. Shalom. Tell them everybody. Hello. Uh oh. Hmm. Hey. Why is it not?
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.